Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. So Richard, welcome to today's episode. And whenever I, I talk to another marketing specialist, lead generation specialist, especially someone that loves LinkedIn just the way that I do amongst a lot of social media, I get really jazzed for these types of episodes because my audience, obviously, that's been listening to me for the last year and a half knows how passionate I am about LinkedIn and how much it can change your business. And strangely enough, uh, you and I connected on LinkedIn and we had, I think, actually two or three separate conversations, just kind of networking with each other, seeing what we did and realized that we, we had a lot of synergies. But, you know, number one, thank you so much for being here. And number two, Richard, for my audience that is not familiar with you uh, and your firm's work. Uh, tell us a little bit about Richard Shanks and, and what he does, but more importantly, how did you get into this space of what you're doing for coaches, consultants, and businesses? Yeah, sure. So uh, yeah, th thanks for the intro. Um, yeah, and it's definitely been good having these, these few conversations. It, 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 like you say, it's always awesome finding someone else that appreciates the value and has the passion to actually work in this space and isn't just doing it as a job. Um, you know, this is where my passion comes from, actually engaging with people every day and knowing that you can do it from home, you know, especially now <laughs> during these times, but still connecting with people around the world where there's a ton of value that you can get from people and obviously that you can obviously bring into their lives as well. So, uh, yes, uh, MD of Marketing Must. Uh, Marketing Must, we started out as a full service marketing agency, um, thinking that there's a gap in the market. A lot of people need marketing services. And very quickly, we found that although clients were coming to us asking for Facebook management, SEO, website optimization, et cetera, very quickly, we realized at the end of the month when we were giving them their reports, they were turning around and going, yes, but we haven't made more sales. And you know, that, that's where the, the, the bad connotations around marketing comes in, where people normally see marketing as an expense. And I didn't like having those conversations. So I always wanted to have a win-win partnership I wanted to make sure that we were bringing revenue and value into the lives of our clients. So at that point, that's where uh, we took Marketing Must in a different direction. And that's where I decided to rather focus on lead generation. Um, so now, although we can still do those other services, those are normally requested by existing clients um, when they ask us, hey, can you also help with X? But now we are lead generation specialists. Um, so whatever it is, whatever strategy we select, um, largely LinkedIn, as you see, but whatever that strategy is, it needs to be a strategy where very quickly uh, the client can see the value. And at the end of the month, it's an easy conversation because we go, well, hey, you had 10 new conversations with your ideal prospect. How did those go? How many proposals do you have out? Have you closed any new business? How do we get even better next month? So it's really been a great journey um, and expanding and showing and finding out how to provide more of that value to our clients. And I think the, the big thing that people need to understand is that as coaches and consultants and, and lead generation specialists uh, ourselves, yeah. you know, our job is to 
facilitate and open up the door of opportunity yeah. for other people. And, you know, obviously we, we have a little bit of overlap in who we work with. I work with a lot of network marketers, a lot of entrepreneurs, other coaches and consultants. And just like you said, you know, if someone's getting 10 to 20 quality leads a month and they're not closing the sale, yeah. the easiest thing for that person to do, Richard, is say what? Your service doesn't work. Now, let's, hey, yeah. let's dive into that really quickly before I go through anything else. You know, speak to those individuals that maybe have invested in uh, a lead generation service or um, a coaching service and you know, they got people on the phone, but just nothing happened from it. What, what's the real reason why they're not seeing their business grow? So I think, and this is where I love the synergy that you and I had, because as much as you can point a machine, a process at any specific target, if it's the wrong target or, you know, it's not the right person that you need to be speaking with, obviously then that's not going to work. So when it comes to us, um, I think a large part of that is where we realize that this also can't be only a service in terms of providing those leads. So when we talk to our clients, we always talk about a partnership. And I know this is very much where you are also available to your clients now and in the future when they need to bounce ideas off you and you're always available. And I think that's where really there's a lot of value because in that process, we can get you those 10 leads and none of them convert. But unless we know why, or we dive into those reasons as to how do we change this from happening, it's just going to be banging your head against the wall and getting the same result all the time. So a lot of the time, unfortunately, it is where obviously as entrepreneurs and business owners, you have an idea and a concept, uh, price point, packages, all of those different things and your branding, et cetera. But sometimes that needs tweaking as well. Um, you have to unfortunately listen to the data. And the benefit of what you and I do is we find that data for our clients faster. So you're getting them in front of those 10 people who even if they do say no, that means you're figuring out why they're saying no and then how to pivot. And I mean, I've, I've had thousands of sales calls <laughs> over the years, you know, where a lot of people say no. And each one of those calls, you're figuring out something more. Um, sometimes it is, it's just not the right fit. Um, and that's where we normally also try and have conversations with our prospects. And the, the way that this uh, methodology you and I use is it's an easier conversation to have as well, where it's not a sell, you're not jumping on a call going, well, I've got these packages and if you sign up by now, you'll get this percent off. You know, that's, that's not what the, the dynamic is. It's what is your requirement? What are you battling with? You know, and there's a consultative type of approach where it doesn't even feel like you're selling because you're just trying to see where the synergies are. I think that's, that's a, the big thing that you mentioned, which I love is, is you've had thousands of yeah, sales literally. conversations and yeah. I, I could say the same thing. I, I have at least, yeah. I would say 25 sales conversations a week. So about a hundred a month, um, about yeah. 1500 a year. And that's been happening for the last, I would say seven years of being yeah. online. So, I mean, you could do the math, that's over 10,000 conversations. And again, those numbers are gonna be, so people, I mean, don't be surprised now why you see people like you and I succeeding when we have that many conversations. And, and I think the, for the person that's listening to this that says, well, if I get 10 quality leads from this system and I don't close one of them after the first month and it's not working, no, <laughs> yeah, you, no. you are always going to hear 30 times more no's than you actually will yes. 
you know, one, one of my favorite books of all time is a book by Andrea Waltz and Richard Fenton called Go For No. And I mentioned this book often. Andrea was on my podcast actually a few weeks ago. And on the cover, it, it says it straight up. It, it says, yes is the destination, but no is how you will get there. And she was also, her and Richard were talking about in the book that there, there was a company and, and it was, you know, it may be a real company, but they were using this company as an example in the book. And they went on to say that, you know, the, they, they gave out an award for the most no's, the no-getter award. And they, they called this guy up on stage and this one gentleman was sitting at this table and, and he turns to his friend, and he goes, did they just give that guy an award for getting the most no's this year? And, and he said, yes. He goes, but just wait and see what happens. So the gentleman goes yeah. up, he gets the award for the most no's, like a ridiculous standing ovation, sits back down. Yeah. The very next award was the top sales rep from that year. And guess yep. who that top sales exactly. rep was? Exactly. It has to be the same guy. The same guy. He stands up because yep. if he's going to collect the most no's, guess who's also going to get the most yeses? The guy that's going to have the most conversation. So for that, for that client of ours to basically say, you know what, if I don't close a sale in the first 30 days out of these 10 leads, you're setting yourself up for failure. It's the long game. It, you know, sales, entrepreneurship, business, it's a marathon and not a sprint. So talk about that for a second, Richard. Talk about the long game. Not the short, like people are always looking yeah. for that get rich quick thing. We're looking for success. Uh, yeah. <laughs> instant gratification. So speak to that yeah. really quickly and put people's minds at ease that if you stay in the game long enough, everyone can and will succeed if you choose to do so. Yeah, 100%. And I think that was one of the lessons I learned um, several years ago. I also started another company. It was a fundraising company uh, for charities. And we were working with celebrities, getting involved, um, getting them to help sponsor events, etc. And in that process, this was my first um, kind of knocking on the doors, cold calling approach. And I was terrible at first. I mean, literally, I would get on a call going, Hi, I'm Richard Chanks. I'm from uh, The Unreachables. Blah, 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 rattling off this entire long thing. At the end going, do you want to sign up? And they were like, who are you? You know, so like even even the fact that you're jumping on so many hundreds of these calls and you're getting in front of more people, you get a confidence about you. Um, you understand when to engage with people, what they're looking for. Um, and in sales, they're always talking about rapport. Um, but it's a lot easier than you think when you just got to listen to people. And a lot of the time it's, you know, shutting up and just, okay, obviously we're in a podcast now, but that's fine. But normally when you're engaging on a sales call, it's going, what is your problem, et cetera. Right. So in terms of the quick versus the, the long-term game, um, in sales, yes, absolutely. It is all the, about the medium to long-term strategy. Um, you have to, when it, you're putting a strategy together, you need to go for those quick wins. And yes, if you get them, that's fantastic. And that's why with your own approach, as well as ours, as we do this for a service for our clients, upfront, we used to do a, a one-month contract and we would guarantee leads in that process. But very quickly, again, learning curve for us. You know, people, when we were getting them meetings in the last week of the engagement with them, because they didn't close in that exact week, they then turned around again and said, bad experience. So we, we then now have a three-month engagement with our clients. One, to manage their expectations uh, already up front um, and not going, it's going to take three months, 
But listen, there's always going to be optimization. There's always going to be a learning that you went in multiple iterations. Um, the target audiences, locations, you know, all of those little things um, that work. But at the same time, you've got to, in your own mind and in your own expectations, build that longer term process where you also have systems in place for the medium to long term. Because just because you have one conversation with a person doesn't mean, boom, you've got a client. You know, sometimes, especially nowadays, um, in the online world, advertising and all the rest of it, need at least 12 touch points sometimes. Obviously, depending on your industry and the message you, you convey and the timing that you, you engage with clients. So I think it's always very important to also have that medium to long-term strategy, your follow-ups, your, your mailing lists maybe, um, some sort of campaign content, position yourself as the expert. It's not ever going to be a, a, a one-call kind of magic solution, unfortunately. Um, often it can be, you know, when you've got a lot of those other things in place, um, like you help set up your clients, you know, your branding presence is there. You, you look like the expert, you know. So you tick as many of those boxes up front as possible to get those people to bring down their walls. Um, because nowadays as well, everybody's sick and tired of being sold to. So it is very much about helping each other. And in that process, seeing where that value add that you can provide rather than what can you get from somebody else. I, I completely agree. And I just want to touch on something that you said is that, you know, you have to prove the concept before you can actually help others with it. And, you know, I let my resume speak for itself. And I, I don't, I don't ever tell people the success that I've had to gloat or yeah. to put it in their face. But I do that because credibility is everything, especially in coaching right now, because you and I both know that everyone's a coach now. They, they're like, oh, I'm going to create this program. I'm going to coach. So like whether they've had, like I had to succeed in online marketing. I had to succeed in network marketing. I had to have a $10,000 a month to prove to people that yes, you can have $10,000 months in network marketing. Then I had to prove the concept that LinkedIn is viable for lead generation. And then I had to prove the concept that it's not just viable for lead generation, but getting people into your business and then getting them to build the business with you to increase your income. I did all that without the intention of actually having a business. I just started yeah. organically helping some friends of mine and they started getting the same results. And I'm like, and they, they said to me, my one buddy, Joe said to me, he goes, listen, I think you created something here. This is working. He, I have 14 appointments booked this week. You should be teaching this. So then I went all in with the coaching business and the, the rest they say is history that that led to not just one, but two number one bestselling books. It's, it's led to having over 400 written recommendations on my LinkedIn profile, which again, I, I love when people say, well, and, and this is, I've, I've, I've started to stand firm in my shoes. When someone says to me, hey, hey Scott, listen, uh, I, I think I may want to work with you. Can I speak to a few of your clients first? Yeah. And here's the thing, and, and this is what I say to them. I say, you know, I'm happy to introduce you to them, but they're just going to make you want to work with me more because why would I put you in touch with someone that I don't feel would give me exactly. a, a good reference? Yeah. And, and what they're doing is they're, they're, 
and I'll, I'll share a story with you. And this, this is where I drew the line in the sand that I'm not going to do that anymore. If someone says, I want to work with you, but I want to speak to some of your clients first, I'm going to say, listen, politely, obviously, you're going to have to make, make this, you're going to have to make this decision on your own. Um, you know, you, you need to not just trust me, but you need to trust what's already been said about me and yeah. what, what's been written about me. Because I, I actually, this one person said, can I speak to a few of your clients? And I put her in touch with three of my, my friends and clients. They all took time out of their day for free to speak to yeah. her. And guess what she ended up doing? Not nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and I, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I, I'm, I'm, and and this, is, this is not to say that it, it's an improper thing to do, but when you know your value, and this, this goes for all the listeners too, if you're ever being put in a situation where someone is trying to back you into a corner, why should I sign up for your network marketing business? Why should I sign up for your program? You know, let me talk to some people. If you, yeah. know you, if you know your worth, if you know your value and your opportunity's value, then you don't need to convince anyone. And, and if someone is trying to can make you convince them, yeah run the other way exactly for sure and i think that goes uh, so one of the the important lessons in sales because uh, when i got into this i basically try and absorb everything i possibly can in sales and leads and everything else right um and so orin clough um how to pitch anything um he talks about framing and power frames a, a lot in that and i don't necessarily resonate with the the tone or the way that he conveys that but essentially the message he's trying to get across in it is when you are trying to chase something, they're going to run away. And as soon as you go, listen, this is it. This is how we have it. Um, if you want to sign up, go for it. If you want to go with somebody else, go for it. When you're taking back that power frame and you're showing, listen, like you say, you're standing in your shoes, you believe in what's good and that's the value. People respect that even more than when you're trying to convince them or you're going, well, I'll give you 10%, 20% if you sign up today. You know, Then again, it's just sort of... Um, closing skills that you're all going to try to be reading about the negotiation skills where your margins are going to go down and, and the people respect you less um, and less over that because we had the same process. Um, you know, people were constantly asking to speak with our other clients and yeah, uh, we have a really great relationship with all of our clients, obviously, because we have this kind of partnership that we work with, but eventually you have to have like a roster of, okay, well, I've asked these three people this time, these three people another time, eventually you're just annoying your own clients and at first they don't mind. So yes, there's other ways to do it, much like you've got, you know, you've got your 400 testimonials, you've got people recommending you, et cetera. Put together those business cases, find ways to show that value and you can pr present that to your clients. But if they're kind of insisting all of those things, they're almost looking for an excuse not to, right? So a lot of the time, much like that woman with yourself, they're looking for that excuse and when they can't find it, that's when they wither out anyway. So rather just focus on the value, be, you know, confident in your own value that you're bringing, um, present it as best you can, of course, and show as much value, but don't um, kind of race to the bottom of your margins or trying to get everybody involved to sell for you. Well, you know, you know, sales is sales, whether it's uh, selling a coaching program, a coaching package, a consulting fee, or network marketing, when, when there is a, an exchange of a good or a product or a service, it's, it's sales. Yep. 
And every, and it's the highest paid profession in the world. That's what people don't realize. Sales is the highest paid profession in the world because there is no, there's, there's no income ceiling. You can make as much as you want. That's why you see real estate agents as an example, the more houses you sell, the more money you're going to make. I mean, it's, it's, it's a law of numbers. It's, it's simple math. So for, for all the people that are just getting into sales, they're just getting into network marketing, they're just getting into online marketing, knowing what you know now, being on the other side of it, having the years and years of experience, what do you think is the biggest mistake that you made when you first started that you obviously teach people not to make that mistake anymore, that you still see some of the people that don't know the correct methodologies and ways to do it, that they can actually yeah. do and avoid and have better success from the get-go. Um, so as, as I sort of touched on earlier, I think just kind of not looking at, at even though it is sales, right? Yes, you're, you're trying to sell a product, a service, whatever you're putting together. When you're looking at it as, how do I get this person to buy the thing I have? That's almost the wrong mentality to have. It's, it's how do you, you know, what does this person need? Do you have what this person needs? Yes, fantastic, then you can sell it. If you're trying to constantly convince someone of what you have and it's valuable to them, it's always going to be a hard sell. And that's where you have to, you know, watch the straight line persuasion by, you know, Jordan Belfort and trying to figure out how to convince people otherwise. And, you know, all these different sales techniques, et cetera, but those aren't your ideal clients. You want to find an ideal client. And uh, I think you do it with your clients. This is what we spend a lot of time with us is who is your ideal client? Build that avatar, understand who that person is. So that those are the people you're talking to and immediately you're going to be having a valuable conversation versus trying to find someone who really doesn't need your product or service. And now you're going, man, I suck as a salesperson because you can't sell the thing that they don't need. You know, that, that's not the right way to be doing it. You know, you, you brought something up and, and I wanted to touch on this before, but I'm glad you said it again, is one of the first questions, whenever someone Uh, reaches out to me or I have a call with someone. The first question that I always ask them is what is the biggest need and what is the biggest thing that you need improvement upon in your business right now? Now, why those questions are, and and everyone, I, I don't care what you're selling. That's the first question that you should ask anyone that gets on the phone with you because that question is letting them reveal to you exactly what they need. So if I ask someone that, that question and they say, well, you know, I, I don't have any, you know, quality leads. Uh, my, my business isn't growing and I'm not talking to enough people. Okay. So that person has literally painted me a picture of exactly yeah. what they require. So I build my entire conversation around the need of what they want. So by the end, I don't have to sell. All I'm doing is touching upon the things that they need so they want what I have. And I think you stated that perfectly. And I think that is the mistake that a lot of people make. They're not asking enough questions. They're not listening to the person on the other end of that phone or on that Zoom meeting that they're on. And they just talk about what they love most about why they're doing what they're doing instead of actually asking the potential customer or client or consumer or business builder or teammate exactly what they need so you can provide something to fill that void. 
Yeah. I mean, because sales in this, it's not, you're not a call center, right? You don't have a sales script. You know, so yes, if you go through Jordan Belfort's straight line persuasion, he speaks about sales scripts. And this is how you, hi there, you know, <laughs> how are you doing today? This is kind of how you take the, this process. You always move forward. And yes, all of these courses, you've got to take the fundamentals out of it. But when you kind of have to bring your own blend in of that, and if you're just going to be reading a script, how are you listening to what that person's actually saying? And I mean, every time a call center agent calls me to upgrade my cell phone plan or whatever it is, you, you say no and you, so you say something that is out of step of their script and you literally hear them sort of like repeat, they just like go back a block, repeat the same script again and it's just exactly. And, and you just, why are you actually on this call? You have no idea what the value is. You don't know what my needs are, et cetera. And that's where you need to be doing that. Uh, I would say that that's probably the number one. And kind of following on from your nose is I always like to believe it only takes one, right? It takes one in terms of believing in a concept that it's doable. Um, you know, once you make your first sale and you're, you're not sure. So a lot of the guys that are you're starting out in this process, you want to start coaching, you want to sell, start selling a course, whatever it is, until you've done it, you don't know if it's doable, right? But as soon as you've done it once, well, if you've done it once, why can't you do it 10 times? If you've done it 10 times, why can't you do it 100? Um, you know, same back in the day when the, the, the one minute mile couldn't be broken and then eventually, Hey, somebody did it. And then, you know, literally the months then going after that, all of a sudden, all these other athletes were also breaking that barrier because now someone had done it. And so I think don't be disheartened when there's a bunch of no's. Um, and when people talk about getting to as many no's as possible, it doesn't mean banging your head. It doesn't mean doing the same thing over and over. It's getting a no, figuring out why, getting the next no, figuring out why, changing, pivoting, always looking for how you improve the no. If you're just going to keep saying the same thing, well, you're constantly just going to get no's. You might get a maybe um, when just the stars align and somebody needs what you have. But it's about getting those no's until you get the yes, but very much understanding that process. Um, listening to people is the easiest way to get to that answer of what do I need to say? I couldn't have said it any better myself, you know, being a, a good active listener and actually hearing what people are saying makes you better at sales. And I don't care who's listening to this and where you are in the stage of the game. You know, if you say I suck at sales, I'm not good at this business. It only means one thing. You haven't gotten enough repetitions yet. It's, it's just like going to the gym. You're, you're not going to go to the gym once and come out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It just doesn't happen that way. You, it takes practice and practice and repetition over and over and over again to actually create that compounded effect. And I think, you know, it's so funny. There's so many resources. There's so many tools out there that people get so overwhelmed with all of everything that's out there. And I think you just broke it down so simply that. It's literally just about having the amount of conversations, not being emotionally connected to the word no, and constantly yep. becoming a better listener. You know, those three things can set you up for success, but you, you just have to stay in the game long enough to actually see the success happen. Yeah, and, and so when I started the, the online digital world, the one term I came across uh, a lot was the next shiny object, you know, where people are in a, in a business and they buy a course and they're like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn sales now so I can get better at my business. And then they do that and then that's not the answer. And then they're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll buy the next course. 
and it's constantly the next thing where I found that when you're constantly chasing, trying to find a quick fix, um, that's the longest possible path that you can take to get into the end game. Um, you, you and I are both um, passionate about fitness, uh, et cetera. And before I went to a coach, for instance, uh, and I think coaches and mentors in every aspect of your life are important. And before I, I went to a coach, when I was trying to do everything myself, obviously you're Googling a lot of articles, you're reading this in the men's health magazine, and you're doing this diet and that diet and these reps. Eventually you go to a coach, he breaks it down for you in the most simplest form. You go to the gym, you eat a certain way, you do a certain workout, and several weeks later, like magic, that line that's taken you the last three years to make any progress, you've made massive progress in three months because you've just stuck to the basics, you've done them well, and then you can worry about the polishing up and everything else, you know, really if you want to compete or, you know, you want to take it that next level. But focus on the fundamentals and make sure you're getting those right. Um, and that stands true, of course, for, for all aspects of your life. Amazing. So as we wind down, I, I think this is just one of those episodes that was just chopped full of, of information. So Richard, if people are interested in learning more about you and your consulting firm and how they help people, uh, how can they find you online and where can they connect with you on social media? Sure. So um, our website is just marketingmusts.com. Uh, nice and easy there. So our website obviously has our contact forms and all the rest of that. Um, if you search for myself on LinkedIn, uh, that's where we're at. That's where we do a lot of our lead generation, of course. Um, so you can look for myself, Richard Shanks, um, on LinkedIn. Um, we have a Facebook page, of course, as well. You can find us there. But um, essentially on that online, yeah, if you're looking for any sort of advice, um, with Aaron and ourselves, we've got uh, that wonderful synergy and that's where we click so well before is where you're really empowering people, um, especially in the beginning part of the journey where you're trying to help them figure out where they need to aim, you know, break it down, keep it simple and get that methodology right. And I think where we then come in is more from a, almost a scaling or a growth phase where we actually then take that off your hands. Um, so the easiest way we break it down for is you're doing it with your clients and then we're doing it for our clients. But uh, when I say for your clients, for our clients, I'm not meaning we know everything. Um, this is very much still a partnership. We're working in this together, um, but we're just doing a lot of that heavy lifting for you where we want you having the conversations. Uh, we want you in front of the clients doing your coaching, doing your consulting or whatever your service offering is. Um, and that's probably where we will help you most when you're looking for that real scale phase um, to help you take things from there. Love it. And, and uh, for the audience, all that information will be in the show notes. So Richard, final question before we sign off today, what does success truly mean to you? Uh, so this, this is one that changes or certainly changed over time for me. Uh, when everybody sort of thinks about that, normally it's revenue, right? Or money uh, as, as a basic sense. But money is furthest from the thing um you know in some of the the work and sort of um fundraising and work that i've done in that space i've gone to countries where they literally have nothing um people are going to churches with not a roof on it and they're the happiest people ever but i think for us it's it's that freedom um, that independence and yes of course financial um, gain helps us with that so yes money is the the way that you get there to that financial freedom um, but for now, it's, it's the fact that I managed to get my wife, who is extremely smart, a uh, chemical engineer, she re resigned from her uh, really well-paying job to join our company, where we can now work remotely. Um, it's, it's her and I spending more time together, spending time with family and friends. Um, it's the enablement of what that finance gives. 
but the finance is not the success. Um, the, the real success is your freedom, your time, and just being happy. Um, that balance that you can have when you fortunately have the finances to do so and positioning your life to do that. Um, not just kind of living the life that's been dealt to you, you know, make a decision, know what you want, and then take those steps to get there. I love that. You know, clarity is everything and just taking those steps forward every day obviously will help you achieve those goals. So Richard, thank you again so much for being here today and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and all of those simplistic but powerful tools of what people can do to really succeed. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Uh, always good chatting to you. Uh, there's always value for sure. Absolutely. So guys, as always, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to this from, share it on social. You can tag us uh, in the post. Let us know what your aha moments were and what your takeaways were. And obviously all the ways that you can connect with Richard will be available in the show notes. So please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye everybody. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.